Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Call 949-445-1119 or visit them online at CaliVegas.com. Make your dream come true today and create your new career and learn how to become a television or radio star with the help of Cali Vegas. 949-445-1119. Call now. E-Digits. Lock them in for more information, recreation, and guaranteed fun. KCAA 1050 AM. Medical scientists worldwide are encouraging people to eat more fish. Most American diets are low in cold water fish that are abundant in important omega-3 oils. DHA and EPA are the vital components of fish oil that provide healthy benefits. Not only are they crucial for brain and vision development, they're very important for cardiovascular health. Carlson, America's leading Norwegian fish oil brand, specializes in both great-tasting soft gels that are easy to swallow and fish oil liquids that don't taste fishy. That's right, Carlson provides the most extensive line of fish oils to meet all your needs. You can take Carlson fish oils with confidence. For Carlson fish oils are tested for purity, potency, and freshness. Ask for Carlson Norwegian fish oils today. That's right, ask for Carlson Norwegian fish oils today. you yeah you do you know where you are well you've done it now you're listening to kcaa loma linda your cnbc news station so expect the unexpected have you lost your job have you lost a loved one are you exhausted caring for your parents for your kids well you can find immediate relief when you read Sheila Mack's new number one bestseller, Bootstraps and Bra Straps. It contains the boots formula to move from rock bottom back into action in any situation, especially right now. If life has knocked you down, pick yourself up with Bootstraps and Bra Straps. Get your copy at www.sheilamack.com today. Are you ready for a reboot? Welcome to the Sheila Mack Show, reality at its finest. 
History reminds us those hit hardest often become the change makers. This year, we've all hit crazy economic, social, and emotional rock bottoms. We all get knocked down. Something hits globally, locally, personally. It affects our health, finances, our relationships. We have to recreate a business or career. Each show, Sheila and her special guest will be sharing their reboot stories, guiding you with real solutions to upgrade and up-level emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually, and financially. Here on NBC's KCAA Radio. Welcome to the Sheila Mack Show, reality at its finest. Here we have real people sharing real stories and actionable steps to help you reinvent, rebuild, and reboot your business and personal life on your terms. I'm your host, Sheila Mack, and today we have special guest Dan Fowler. Dan is known as the imagination engineer. He's known for his revolutionary techniques that shift a person's perception of their place in the world and gives them clear insights into how to manifest the life of their dreams. Dan has been in the interactive media production industry for over 27 years and has developed a proven system to help any profit-centered entrepreneur access their imagination, design the perfect dream, and then monetize those ideas and dreams on demand. Dan prides himself in teaching people how to change their stories internally and externally through deep mental, spiritual, and specific work that helps them reinvent themselves as a new breed of leader fueled by the knowledge that you never manifest what you want. You always manifest who you are. I love it. Well, welcome to the show, Dan. Thank you so much, Sheila. I appreciate it. I love being here. Yes, and based on my new best-selling book, Bootstraps and Bra Straps, the formula to go from rock bottom back into action in any situation, I love to start each show off by asking about a time that you would like to share with the audience in maybe your business or personal life where you experienced a tough situation and how you got back on track. Okay, well, there's plenty of those to choose from, <laughs> right? Uh, I guess the most recent one I could probably go because it's probably been the, the biggest one. Is that in 2018, the end of 2018, I had a massive stroke, wow. massive stroke. So it like knocked me out. And the doctors actually didn't think I was actually going to walk again because it was that bad. Mm. And but but the problem with, with that is that I heard them say that. <laughs> and I was like, no, that's not gonna be my end game. So and of course, you know, I was out of out of working in business for a while, for maybe like I don't know, four or five months. Mm-hmm. But I kept going because I had made good moves and making systems that actually worked for me. So yeah. I actually didn't have a, wasn't a big dip, but in the sense of health wise, it was like a wake up call and it was like, all right, time to change some things. Yes. Well, you look incredible and I'm so Thank glad you. you're back on track now. Yes. And I'd love to hear about your programs and the secrets to manifesting more. I love that. Sure. Well, I found that, you know, when I was doing media production for my my past company, which was Red River Productions, which kind of got osmosis into what I do now, which is the Imagination Institute. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was doing that, my clients were calling me the Imagination Engineer. And I was like, why, why do you call me that? I, I was kind of not kind of clueless at why they were calling me that. Oh, well, Dan, well, you kind of like jump inside our heads. You're able to extract our ideas and be able to articulate them to us before we can articulate them. And then help us manifest or in a sense of what they were saying, engineer them powerfully and profitably to the world. I was like, oh, I do that. And I guess, and I realized I kind of tracked back. Yeah, I do do that. So I guess I just kind of assumed the name as, okay, I guess I am the imagination engineer 
taking people's ideas and putting them into the world in a tangible kind of a way. Mm-hmm. And so this whole manifesting thing, I kind of tra- looked at what I was actually doing as imagination engineer. And I was like, well, you know, that's how we manifest in life. It doesn't have to be business. It could be any kind of relationships, any kind of just life in general. I'm like, all right. They came out to be six steps to manifest on demand. And I have programs and teachings and live events that have geared all about those six steps to manifest on demand to create a system that works for you and not against you or something you have to like beat yourself over the head or run into the brick wall. It's like, this is how the universe works. It's like, okay, I'm a science guy. I'm a practical guy. So I want things like ABC, XYZ, right? And I wanted to have something that could be easily teachable to anybody and who they can jump into that and start to manifest on demand. Mm, that's great. Yes. And I I don't know, for me, I found that I, I've been told I'm a manifester by so many people. And one of the things that I realize is the biggest thing that gets in my way is when I don't believe. That's True. my biggest obstacle is when I let go of that, when I surrender and kind of let the universe take over and show show things up as they need to show up in life, that's when everything manifests. But when I'm trying to force it and I'm going my way, the mental, like <laughs> the way mm-hmm. that's way, no, that's, <laughs> when I, that's when I'm in trouble. So, <laughs> Right. It's like setting that a powerful intention. It's not just throwing things out there and hopefully they stick to the wall. It's setting an anchor. You're anchoring in going, this is the energy I want to stand in. Positive, mm-hmm. positive energy, of course, but anchoring in, and then then the raw materials are going to start coming your way. I call it the gravity well. You become this vortex that sucks in the raw materials, people, time, money, etc., that come in to actually help you fulfill that intention that you set. That's called manifesting. And most people are like, well, it what's it can't be possible. It can't be possible. Mm-hmm. That's the belief part. You're like, well, what can't be possible? What can be possible? And I would say just eliminate that from the from your vocabulary of what can't be possible. You know, can't never could. So say, well, what can be possible? And start there and actually start building upon that because you're going to see that as you start, oh, this is little things possible. Maybe maybe this little bit bigger thing is possible and so on. Mm-hmm. And it's just like allowing that energy vortex around you, what I call the gravity well, to start sucking in everything that you need. And they'll come. It's like a beacon. You're setting off a beacon going, here I am. And this is what I'm all about. And I'm devoted and anchored to it. And people, time, energy, resources are going to come towards you. So you can utilize those to manifest on demand. That, that makes so much sense. For my personal experience with this manifesting was back in 2017, I lost my house, my car, and my cat all in the same day to a fire. And Ooh. Ventura fires in California. And it was a brand new house. I had traveled seven years and done all this great traveling. And I was finally ready to like set roots down. So I made the house beautiful, put all my belongings, everything I owned in it, you know, the whole nine yards. First night I was going to sleep there is when the fire happened. Mm. And I had to make this conscious choice to not go into the state of being a victim and to be open to manifesting. And, you know, I was staying at I actually had this little mobile home that I had purchased up in another canyon, Woolsey Canyon, which had a fire later that year, but didn't get burned. But anyway, I was up there. I had rented it out to uh, different people. So I'm staying in the 400 square foot, like, I don't know, cleaning station room that had a little (laughs) room and a sink and like a place for me to put a cot because all the other places were full. 
And I needed the rents from my my rental, my vacation rentals to like survive until the insurance checks and things started to show up. And so the next day I'm out on my, I called it the yoga deck. And I mean, I had repeat customers at this mobile home. It was ridiculous, but <laughs> but it's <laughs> mindset, right? And I'm jumping up and down and I'm doing affirmations and everybody's, there's still smoke. I mean, it burned for about a month. I'm like staying so positive and everything started to show up. My son loaned me his beater car that drove sideways, rolled down the windows, the whole nine yards. And I made it really fancy, you know, I cleaned it up and my son said, Oh mom, you souped it up. And I said, that's right. I'm going to make it the best, the best, like the best vacation mobile home. If you can even imagine that the best beater car that you can have staying in the best energy that I could while I was working towards something more. But the thing that needed to happen was when I surrendered, there was this point where I was still waiting and, you know, uh, my credit got down, everything happened all at once, which happens. And I was sitting on the bed in that little 400 square foot, I don't know, maid station. (laughs) And I'm sitting there and I kind of surrendered. And then I rented out a Turo car to help my real estate clients. And I went with a friend of mine from Virgin Islands and she said, can you drive? I don't know how to drive in the US in the, you know, LA, you drive on the different side. And so I said, sure. And she rented a Mercedes and this Mercedes, I drove all weekend and she was like, that looks good on you. And I was like, yeah, this feels good. I could do this. I need this. And I'm renting these Turo cars. Next time I, I go to rent one and it broke down exactly 4.44 in the afternoon. And I thought, what the heck? So I go to look at my phone and I get a beep on the email, you know, how everything beeps at you. Um, I'm calling the guy, hey, you know, get AAA. And I get this message from Hyundai of all car companies that says, come in and we'll give you $75 certificate, like a visa card. And I was like, oh, I could use that for groceries. That's how bad it was. <laughs> and I was okay. And I was like, all right, fine. I will go. I, you know, it's not exactly the car that I want for my my business and for what I do with real estate and, you know, driving clients around this and that, but I will go. So I surrendered to something that didn't make mental sense. And it was across town. I had an Uber over. I go to the lot and there is the the Mercedes that I had been driving, the exact model all weekend. And I told the guy, here's my credit score. I pull it up. And I said, if you can get me into that car, I just made some commissions last weekend. I will be able to put this much down. Can you help me? Because that's the car I need for my work. Yes, because he said, yes, in this area, nobody wants to buy a Mercedes. (laughs) 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 All right, go figure. (laughs) Dollars under the blue book value. I wow. still drive the car today because it's like great for miles and, and it looks nice still. And so that was manifesting a, beyond that. A month later, I was living in a house in Beverly Hills and now I have a vacation home in Nevada, Lake Las Vegas. So I'm actually really blessed, but it was being opened to the manifestations that could show up and then the surrender part. Right. And being open to the blessing. You said oh, being open. That's huge. I mean, I got to be open to being blessed because it's like the blessings are all around. I mean, they're just they're there. Just a matter of taking the opportunities that are coming and presenting themselves to you. And you did because you were kind of forced to because of the situation. Yes. <laughs> but so like, why not? Why not? As we as consumers and as business owners and just people in general, why don't we not get into a place where we're forced to take you know, take those blessings. Why don't we just look for them all the time? Cause they're there. 
they're there. Let's manifest in good times too. How about that? <laughs> yes, yes. And then you just keep going. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And you're yes. Like, absolutely. Can I do that? <laughs> and then help other people see those opportunities too so they can manifest as well. Yes. And, and the more we do that, I think I really believe through this crazy year, this tough time, that the more we're in that higher vibration, that better energy level that we're going to help heal each other one person at a time, one community at a time through community. And so yeah. that's going to make a big difference. And I don't know what we were thinking when we manifested this in the first place, but it, it's <laughs> something. <laughs> There's everything. I think it was, I think it was just like, like shaking the tray a little bit to so get those, those dead leaves off. And in the sense of like, okay, we got what we, we got, we shook off what we don't need anymore in the sense mm -hmm. of ideas, thought processes, things like that. And like, all right, so how, do we move on from here? What else is possible? What else can we manifest from here? Because obviously we, we've taken a really good look at each other over the last year and a half. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, all right, so how can we move on from here and be better than we ever imagined? Yes, yes. And I'd love to hear um, about some of your other books and a little bit maybe from maybe from a chapter, maybe your ch favorite part of the book. Sure. Um, I just released a book called Raw Resilience. And it's um, it's a it's got the principles that I use to actually help me not not just through the stroke and all of that stuff, but just every day. Just mm -hmm. how do you build a reservoir of resistance and resilience to just life, you know, in general, bad things, mm -hmm. good things, whatever. Just how do you build up this equity inside of you that when you need it, you can tap into it in order to keep going? Because sometimes you need to, especially you know these days, you gotta tap into your equity of you know, resilience to be able to move forward. And so raw resilience is all about that. And there's, there, there are principles that I use daily, weekly, monthly, and there are things that people out there who are struggling. They're like, well, how do I, I feel so overwhelmed. It's like, this is probably a good book, really quick read for you to actually take some of these principles and apply them to your life. So one of my favorite parts is just about the whole attitude of um, taking care of yourself first. Mm -hmm. And most people that are overwhelmed is that they have this selfless feeling and that's great. And they're trying to take care of other people first. Right. Great. But, you know, you can't really take care of people to the optimum level if your cup is not full. And I, I show some principles about making sure your cup is always full. So it runneth over. Right. That's the mm -hmm. concept. And most people have it. They're like they've got two drops at the bottom of the cup and they're still trying to give. And it's like, you're not doing anybody any good, especially yourself. So exactly. fill that cup to the brim and let it roll over to the people that are in your family, in, the, in your life, in your business, in your other relationships. Make that happen first. Right. Definitely. Well, I know that working with a lot of business owners, especially small business owners and then moms, that's the one thing that they suffer with the most is oh, that they're yeah. so much and they're they're running on empty or their business is running them. They're not running the business anymore. They don't have the life that they wanted 
And the reason they created the business is to create this beautiful life with their family and they end up losing their family life because they're not present. And so that's, it's a huge thing and it really starts, it sounds, I don't know, self-centric almost, but really it's not. When you take care of yourself, you're able to give to everyone else. Yeah, and that, because they they get into the business because they wanted to help people typically. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, yes, but that's, that's the symptom of having a good business is helping people. You get into the business because you want a new lifestyle, like you said. I agree completely. So it's like work on the lifestyle system and infrastructure for your business first and then have the symptoms that you're helping people with that business. And then you can kind of step back and have it run itself. You've created something that kind of has its own perpetual motion, perpetual energy going behind it. Yes, yes. And now you have more books. Um, so I'd love to hear about the more of the books. <laughs> sure. I've, I have a book called um, Rewrite Your Story, Reshape Your Life. So it's all about your inner story to yourself. What are you telling yourself? Are you the main character in this, this movie you call your life? Or are you just playing a side character or an extra who doesn't have any lines and sits in the background and mm -hmm. letting other people take the forefront in your movie. And that's what it's all about, that this book about the 10 principles of how to regain that, that dominance in your own movie and be able to take over and rewrite the story if you need to. Even if bad things have happened to you in the past, that does not mean that bad things have to happen to you now. You can start rewriting your story right now in this time, in this moment. And so that's what that's what that book is all about, and it has it goes along the kind of a, like a fairy tale type of a, of a feel from the from chapter mm -hmm. to chapter, but it's a, to kind of put it in perspective. Like, hey, you have imagination control over what comes next. Mm -hmm. So ask the question. So what comes next? What else is possible? What else can I bring into my manifesting field? What else can I do? How else can I receive more? And you start asking those questions. Lo and behold, answers are going to arrive. Oh, mm -hmm. that can happen. That can happen. Maybe and now you've got some choices. Maybe, maybe for the first time in a long time, you have choices that of what happens next. Because you thought, like, I don't have any choice. I only have to go this. I can only go this way. And that's just not true. And so it helps you to rewrite that that story you tell to yourself and the story you tell to others, the story of your business, etc., to be able to manifest and bring into being the things you intend to create. Yes. And then before the lockdowns, you were doing a lot of events. Are you still doing oh, yeah. events? Or? I am still doing events. I haven't done, I'm coming back in the uh, end of 2021. We're doing another Imagination IQ. My That's my big signature live event and where we blend imagination and IQ. Hence the name, Imagination IQ. It is a fully gamified event. So mm -hmm. when people get there, it's it's not just sit and hear lectures or hear talks. It's interacting with your fellow participant as well as your the instructor as well in doing physical as well as mental activities that cause you to see that possibilities are endless, blessings mm -hmm. are endless, and they're right there in that room and in your room and your house and in mm -hmm. your car everywhere and, ha and doing activities that bring out the fun going, life is supposed to be fun. Yes. And you can have fun right now. And you, the more fun you have, the more positive you are. The more positive you are, the more you're going to draw in the awesome things mm -hmm. that are going to help you create the things that you want. And that's what Imagination IQ is all about, is combining those two things. Because that's what we are, left, right, left, right brain, you know, Imagination IQ. Let's have those work together for your benefit. 
That's what those live events. So we're, we're coming back in the end of 2021 for another Imagination IQ. So fun. So fun. And when you have any in Vegas, I will, or Beverly Hills, those are my two locations. So love to. Okay. Yeah. The last time we were in Vegas was 2017. I yeah. think we might be coming back in Vegas maybe in 2022 or 2023. Yeah. We're finally starting to have events now. Yeah. At, you know, live music concerts and all kinds yeah. of things. So Thank <laughs> <laughs> I've, yeah. I've been missing it. I've been missing it. I love live events. I love being there with people and I love people seeing people's faces on those aha moments going, mm -hmm. oh, now I get it. And it's because they had to experience it with their whole body, you know, yeah. and not just hearing it on a podcast, which is, oh, they're awesome. But mm -hmm. you need to get you know engaged with an environment with other people too, with their energy and say, yeah, this is how I can coexist in this, in this environment and create things myself and create things with others to mm. collaborate yes that does a community really makes a difference and most definitely we as people we need that and now we realize i think more than ever we realize how important community is for our health mm. mental health well-being everything it's just yeah. a smile a hug a, a high five something that you know it just changes your whole day and makes a big difference. Although that universal pause was was very helpful for for some and for our world to kind of heal a little bit in its own way. I think the pollen count has gone crazy this season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's so many flowers, <laughs> and we're not used to all the all the wonderful nature around us that we kind of lost for so many years so we have to adjust to this healthier air <laughs> <laughs> oh darn i have to adjust to healthier air <laughs> <laughs> that's my daughter and i both had allergies and we were like oh are we okay and we had a check they're like no you just have allergies it's okay <laughs> yeah that was a scare <laughs> well it's like you know this whole thing of like just it was like a step back like okay the pause, you call it the universal pause. I like that. But mm -hmm. they had it, we all stepped back and we're like looking at what we've been missing all of this. And now we really, what is important in our lives and the community, the connection and the collaboration with other people and just doing things differently than just like, let me go hustle and put my head down and not even look around me, have the blinders on. Yeah. And it's like, hey, let's do this together. The, the more we can do this together, the better it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, if you could go back in time to when you were maybe, let's say, a 10-year-old, what would you tell yourself? What advice would you give your younger self? <laughs> well, when I was 10 years old, I was entering writing contests and winning a lot of, a lot of them. Mm. And so I probably would tell myself, don't listen to the naysayers, mm -hmm. whether or not they're family members, whether you love them or not. Um, continue writing uh, like you like you are as a 10-year-old. Now, I do continue to write, obviously, but I wanted, I had a, I had a bigger fantasy when it was, when I was a kid, you know, when I write more novels, when I write more fiction, and I do, mm -hmm. but I was, wanted, I wanted it really bad. I could taste it at, as a 10-year-old, and I was doing these contests because I wanted to kind of gauge how good I was, and it was, I realized, okay, I've got some skill. So I would tell myself, so don't give up. Just there are going to be people that tell you to not go that route. Oh, it's a hard industry or whatever else. Don't ever give up because you love this. This brings you joy. Go after the joy. And mm -hmm. I would tell myself that. 
That's always go after the joy. So true. So true. And for people listening in that haven't really experienced or they have experienced it, but they didn't realize it. They haven't really come to terms with how to manifest or what to do with this manifesting. How does this work? What would you tell them to get started? How to um, let go of the limiting beliefs that might be blocking their manifestation? Uh, I've got some practical tips, real easy stuff that anybody can do. The first part is become aware of where you're at right now. Like I, I ask the question to myself every morning and I continue to do this is, it sounds like a weird question, but you'll get it in a minute. So why am I where I'm at? Mm. Why am I where I'm at? And so there's obviously things in the past that I've done that I've not done that other people are doing with me that have led me to this point of being right here in this moment right now. So why am I where I'm at? And then I always ask myself the second question. So from where I'm at, how can I receive more? Mm-hmm. Right? How can I receive more? Whatever that more is, whether it's more money, more prestige, more a better job, whatever that more is to you or what you're looking to manifest, how can I manifest that? And if your answer is, I have no idea, that's okay. That's okay. Because then your next step is creating a powerful intention. And intentions are not being shut out to the universe. It's, mm-hmm. it's the word intention is to tend within. Mm-hmm. Be self, well, selfish. Let's see. I love that word, actually. But selfish is not a bad word. Be selfish a little bit. Tend within, going, all right, I'm going to take care of myself in order to receive more. Because if your vessel isn't ready, you can't receive more. You can't. You can't. If your cup's not out there ready to receive more from the, the pot, it's not going to receive anymore. Mm-hmm. So get ready to receive. How do you get ready to receive? Well, start thinking about all the things that you intend to create, to intend. I want to do this. So I'm going to tend within like, hmm. How does that make you feel? Let's let's really t- dial into that. And then the next step is be in that space all the time, mentally, physically, emotionally. And this is where you start pulling in on the gravity well, what I call the gravity well. It starts bringing those resources come to you. And that's this is kind of where the magic is. All those raw materials are coming to you, but you're not quite manifesting yet. Not quite. You're bringing in the raw materials, but what do you do with them? Well, now you use your imagination. And the word imagination or imagine comes from the French word image, which means to manipulate images and data in the mind. Nice. So the raw materials coming in, how you're basically a big puzzle, doing a big puzzle. Like, all right, I can take this car, like you're taking a series, I can take this car, I can take the $75 uh, gift card, I can take all these things, and I can put them together like this, and I will receive this XYZ, right? So you know you're putting all the pieces together. But those pieces weren't there before because you weren't drawing them in with a powerful intention. So now all the raw materials come in. You use your imagination to put them in the right order for whatever you're intending to create. And then you let it sit. And this is the hardest point for some people. Mm-hmm. This is my next step. Is The fifth step is dreams. To dream. When I talk about dream, I'm talking about like to incubate. Let things cook a little bit. It's like baking mm-hmm. a cake. You've got all the ingredients. Put them in, into the into the big bowl, you mix them all up, you put them into the pan, and now you're going to put them in the oven and let it cook and let it rise. I mean, if you kept opening that that oven up all the time, kept poking at the cake every 30 seconds, you're not going to have a good cake in the end. You got to let it be, let it do its thing, let it incubate. And then the timer goes off, ding, and then you pull that cake out, and now it's ready to manifest. You get to share it, have some for you, and you get to share it with other people as well. 
Manifesting is the easiest part. It's being consistent about those first five steps. That's the key. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So those, I would say, really get clear on, especially the first one, awareness. Why am I where I'm at? Okay, now that I've really got conscious on that, how can I receive more and then set a powerful intention to say, okay, I t- intend to create this in my life. And you can give it a time frame. You can give it like by tomorrow or by the end of the month or whatever that may be. And then start being in that energy of like, yeah, I believe this is going to happen. And I'm going to, I'm in a new place. I'm turning over to new leaf. I'm becoming the Phoenix. I'm rising from the ashes. And sure enough, things are going to start things, meaning, People, time, resources, money start coming to you going, huh, I wasn't expecting that. You weren't expecting it because you're not used to that. You are drawing that stuff in. That is happening because of your powerful energy of like, yeah, I'm ready to receive. I can receive more now. I'm ready. And then it just starts coming a puzzle piece. Like, How do I want to put these resources now to use? That's my imagination. Put it. Now, once you put all that together, put it into the oven. Let it cook. Let it do its thing. Don't mess with it. And the timer will go off, ding, and it's ready to serve you as well as serving other people as well. Wow. I love that. And obviously, like the car story, just the car story I shared, that happened. And I had to be willing to go somewhere totally that didn't even make any sense. I don't need a Hyundai right now. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I do because I'm renting nicer cars for my clients, really. And so it showed up in a place that I was not expecting it. It's almost like little surprises everywhere you go, as long as you keep doing all that work. And it's almost like it becomes part of your second nature, I I would imagine. Yeah, uh, indeed. And, you know, some things that are, you would, you might deem it yourself like as a a downfall or a um, hindrance or maybe a, Mm a handicap. And I'll use that word lightly because, but there are actually a positive in the situation. If you, if it, if you let it not bother you, like right. I just I just moved into a new house in Placerville too. You know, we've got land, got a couple of acres of land and all that good stuff. You know, we got animals and the whole. My my wife's all into that. Uh-huh. And I'm like, when we were going into the market, it was heavy. It's really hard to market out here right now. It's like um, just inventory is just flying off. There's not really staying around very long. And we were jumping in right there at the beginning of that issue, and yeah. we were thinking, I don't know if we're going to get a house at this time. Right. But be, but because but because the um, the owner had a um, his his brother just went through a stroke himself mm. and heard about my situation, we got moved to the front of the list because of that. Because I was willing to be vulnerable and open about it, it was like there was other people who had 
come in before and even cash buyers were coming in but they liked liked us better they liked me mm-hmm. they liked the fact that i understood and arose like them and so they're like you know we like you we want to put you at the top of the list and we got the house we like blew past everybody mm-hmm. in the process that has nothing to do with luck that has everything to do with like i'm standing in who i am right now why am i where i'm at okay yeah. i had a stroke and i have had some physical issue, issues how can I receive more? Well, this was one way I was not expecting, but it came through. Nice. That That is beautiful. And the market is so interesting right now. I, I lead a team of real estate agents and teach an online course in real estate. And it's mm. that manifesting of, yes, there's going to be clients. Yes, you are going to still make sales. Yes, there are ways to help people find things in their budget still. And these are really important things that letting go of that mental you know, it's impossible. The impossibility is the possibility. Everything is possible. It's yeah. Just, we, we're the ones we're the ones that make it impossible by going, oh, no, I'm not going to go there because it's obvious it can't, can't happen. Yeah. You just turned off the energetic switch for it to happen. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Don't do that. What is possible? Everything that is under the sun imaginable is possible. It's The question is, do you want to put your energy to it or not? Yes. Yes. And I think it's the belief systems people have where, you know, they'll tell you there's no way you're not going to make this or, you know, this is impossible. I I remember my friend said, there's no way now. How are you going to make it? You're just going to have to go get a job. When my house, everything burned down, I lost everything. They said that you're just going to have to go get a job. Maybe you can go work with my sister at the grocery store. Nothing wrong with that. But <laughs> but I've been an entrepreneur like my whole life. And I was like, I, I know what I'm doing. And I believe I have this belief that everything will show up as long as I'm willing to take the next right action. And within two months, they came back to me, these two sisters that are friends of mine. And they said, Sheila, please, you know, you're coming out there. <laughs> And wild sometimes, and we don't know, but you know how to make money. So <laughs> we will never question you again. <laughs> amen, amen. Yeah, I mean, I understand that because after the, with me with the health issues and all the stroke and all that stuff, I was like, all right, I can't do everything that I used to do all by myself, nor do I want to. So right. during pandemic, during all this craziness, plus recovering from stroke stuff, yeah, I, I got to do something that I wanted to do, but I was hesitant to do at first, just but to hire more people. And guess what? People were getting out of work left and right. And now they needed to be trained in some new stuff. And I was put into an opportunity, a position to be able to give them employment, pay them money, and for them to learn a new skill. And for me to do even more business than I had done in the previous year. 2020 was a monster year for me when it came to business. Monster. Mm-hmm. And 2021, acting like the same way too. Just monster year because... I was able to not just have me and my couple other people. Now I have, you know, 25 people that I'm going and, and I have people that are working for me going. And I was able to treat, train a new, train them, teach them new skills. And they were able to go out there mm-hmm. and be able to do work for me. Whereas I'm focusing on getting new clients and I'm really good at that. Yeah. It's just like this. Why didn't I do this earlier? It was like, oh, you know, V8 moment. <laughs> it is hard to let go. Um, as an entrepreneur, whenever you're building this new business, those listening in, maybe you're doing starting a side gig and this is the first time you've become an entrepreneur and you're putting on a different hat. And there is a time when the budget is zero and you're investing your money to start your business. And maybe you do have to do a lot of the things yourself in order to get to, you know, 
not being in the red <laughs> and, and starting to make some positive cash flow. Oh, for sure, for sure. And then there's that point where there's a fear of paying people because you feel like you're going to lose the finally you're making positive cash flow and now I've got to pay people. But it's that that's going to make you be able to have even more success because then you get to be the talent instead of doing everything. I mean, I built my website because the people kind of dropped the ball. And I was like, I am not a programmer. Thank goodness I have that in my background. <laughs> but it was like, I was like, I never want to do this again as long as I live how many hours I put in. And so it's nice to be able, you know, we can all figure out how to do things, especially now, thanks to Google. We can just look it up and watch the video five times if we need sure. to. <laughs> but, but the time, the time involved is Can't get that back. Can't get it back. Yes. And so that's the thing when, whenever you can, I, I actually have a team coming in tonight after, after my, my hours here where we're going to be doing a whole program on my, my magazine publishing that I work with. And so that's something that I'll be doing tonight. And that's like, okay, you go do that. And I will, I will lead so that it turns into leadership versus doing all the work. And it's a tough one because some people will get stuck in running the business again where the business is running them. Yep, that's exactly it. Yeah. And the, and the one thing they got into business for was to get more time to have a different lifestyle. Yet they're just <laughs> perpetuating this lifestyle of overwhelm with mm -hmm. their own business. And it's like, get off of that. And that don't let don't let a stroke or some physical thing happen to you that forces you to grab the blessing. <laughs> Right. So like we all do it from time to time. We have the blinders on. I had it when it came to that. I mean, I still hired people, but I was still doing a lot of stuff myself because I could. Right. And then when you can't, if you don't have something else to fall back on, you are going to go down the toilet if mm -hmm. you're not careful. And so luckily I was like, all right, I had systems in place, so I wasn't going to go down the toilet. However, I didn't want to repeat that again, whether there was a fiscal thing or just a economy thing or COVID. Oh, my gosh, you know. <laughs> Whatever is going to happen, who knows what's going to happen? I want to be in a place where I'm, whatever happens, I can still manifest on demand. And that's about attitude and it's about preparation, about resilience, about all the things we've been talking about today. Mm, yes. We are ready for the zombies. <laughs> there we go. Don't be a zombie. Be ready for the zombies. <laughs> yes. This is such an interesting time. What, what tips do you have for people that have, maybe had like a tough situation like this, the COVID alone that's taken them out of their careers and put them in a tough situation where they're they're in that survival mode. It's hard to manifest from the survival energy. What True. I, I would say, well, how do you want to look at it? For first, I would say, well, let's get your mindset in a place of like, all right, what if you had to start over? And guess what? It sounds like you kind of are having to start over. <laughs> so it's reality. So what if you had to start over from scratch? What would you what would you do as a business owner or as just what would you want to do in life? What would be your purpose? Think about that. Like what brings you the most joy? Mm. Whatever it is, even if it sounds stupid to your ears because you're so accustomed to what society wants. So what what would bring you the most joy? Whatever that is, mm. find a way to start making income around that. And start if you've got a chance now, you have an opportunity to come from the ashes and actually be born anew, born anew in this, whatever this new thing is. And maybe it's an old thing that you have suppressed <laughs> over time. That's this yeah. joy thing. Like, no, I can't have joy. I got to go make money. 
Mm -hmm. The two can go hand in hand. Yes. I would say, what is that thing that you've been suppressing all these years? Bring it back to the surface and re-engage it. Like, yeah, I want that. I want more of that. I want more joy around this thing and create a lifestyle and business around that. I totally agree. And there's something about playing, having fun, even at work. You know, what? whether you have, you set up a, a team now that we're able to like start meeting in person again, have a sports team with your work or have some kind of events together or a dance party, something fun, because we spend more hours at work with our coworkers than we do with our family in a place where our family can come together and, and we can really enjoy that. It's not, I mean, I feel like work is not one thing and life the other. I think we're, it's, we coexist and bring families into things to share. I have, I raised six children. I have three of my own three I fostered to adopt. And so they're all grown now. And with that, with all these kids, I shared a lot about what I was doing, whatever it was, whatever business, and they learned more from that. And then they traveled with me. We went all over the world, studied with the monks in India, studied with Tony Robbins group, did all these fun things and they learned. So it's, it's not bad to share what you're doing with family and it will it will really bless them my kids all have their own little side businesses some of them are doing so incredibly well i'm like whoa okay can i borrow money but (laughs) you know hundreds of thousands of dollars playing chess or something ridiculous and it's like really okay and and see it's it's not ridiculous it's because they're having getting joy out of it that's they want exactly and it's people, ridiculous not to go after the joy. That's that's the problem that society pushes on. It's like, hey, you're having joy? No, no. Stamp that out. Go have, go pound the pavement and make money. No, no. Have joy. That's why I love games and I love gamification. That's why my events, my life, I didn't want to go to a live event where I had a seminar butt. <laughs> I didn't want my butt to go numb. I wanted to have a, an event where people are engaging with each other, mm. engaging with content, and then embodying that content fully in the in the moment. Yes, I mean we have live music at my at my events too. So it's like we we've got a we've got a full band and the whole nine yards. So people are coming in and out, and of course during presentations too. Sometimes I'll have music that's played to make a point. But right. people, music is a unifying factor as well. Let's mm-hmm. do something together that we all can enjoy, all learn, and mm-hmm. all benefit to take it to the next level as well, for sure. I, I totally think that's that's the best kind of events to have, really, because even in all these scientist studies, they study the neuroscience, how the brain works. And what do they say? You actually, the learning takes place during those rest pauses, during the dance break, during the hug break. All, that's when things kind of, I don't know, they solidify in the brain and you that's the learning. It's not when you're sitting there. You get bored and then the brain turns off and you don't even get as much. So it really does. The integration. Yeah, the integration of what I just heard through my senses, you know, my ears or my eyes, and then integrating that into like, okay, I can apply this this way. Mm-hmm. So what if you could apply it in the moment in a game style, in a hypothetical right. in event or anywhere for that matter? Then you're like, oh, I'm putting into practice what I just learned. In a hypothetical situation, and my brain doesn't know the difference between a hypothetical and an actual reality. Yes. So I'm actually, I actually did it for the first time right here. And what if I could go and re- replicate that in the quote unquote real world? Mm-hmm. Well, you're on your way to success, my friend. Yes, very, very true. 
And I would love to ask you, we're coming to the end of our time. So I'd love to ask you where people can connect with you, get your books and sign up for your programs. Sure. Well, the, the best way is just come check us, check me out on the website, which is theimaginationinstitute.com. So it's the, make, make sure you have the article on the front, theimaginationinstitute.com. You can check out all my programs there and you can check out books as well. And right now, the Raw Resilience is, you probably will see it on social media flying around too. We're giving away copies of Raw Resilience and um, you can find that link also on the website too. Wonderful. All right. Well, thank you again, Dan, for being a guest on the show. And for those tuning in, we'll be back after these messages. Chapter one, overview of the Boots formula. In December of 2017, I lost my house, my car, and my cat due to a fire. It sounds like a country music song, but that was my reality. And yet another rock bottom situation after a long period of doing really well. I had just finalized a divorce, purchased a new car, and moved into a house that I bought for myself and one of my kids to live in while she went to college. I put all my savings into it, closed escrow on November 3rd, and spent some time making it beautiful, more for my kid than for myself. I was cash poor but proud to finally get into a nice home again. A month later, I had a late meeting with a client and was then called to check on an issue with a vacation rental cabin I was running up in the hills. I was frustrated with the delay, thinking, I'm so tired and I've been working so hard, I just want to go home to my new place and sleep. Later, I realized that delay was a protection, and I was grateful for the sole reroute, even if it was initially beyond my understanding. As I drove back, I saw the flames of the huge Thomas Fire in Ventura that ended up burning for close to a month and spread over 280,000 acres. The hills near my house were burning. 20-foot flames leapt into the air, which was thick with choking black smoke and soot. I felt sick to my stomach when I saw the extent of the fire. As I got closer, I was told that I had to evacuate my home. I rescued my cat and got a few things together, but the power was already out, so I grabbed paperwork and pictures, anything I could shove into a box in the dark. Some of my neighbors were in denial, refusing to leave until the firefighters came through issuing mandatory evacuations. They thought it was a little fire over in the hills. They hadn't been on my drive home. They didn't know it was one of the biggest fires in California history and the largest I'd ever seen in my life. I drove back to the little prefab mobile home that I was renting out through a vacation rental service. One of the units was empty, but it wasn't finished. It had a toilet and a kitchen, but it didn't have a shower or many of the other things it needed to make it livable. It was maybe 400 square feet, and that's where I unloaded all the boxes of stuff that were now my only earthly possessions. The next day, one of my friends came over to help me, and when she opened the door, the cat I had rescued ran out the door. She was so freaked out by the move that she just bolted and never came back. We couldn't find her, even with a microchip. Shortly after that, my car was totaled in an accident and my descent to rock bottom was complete. 
By this time, I was able to get back into action in record time, using a formula I had learned from all the other waves in life. The Boots Formula I've had an interesting life. It hasn't been easy, but I'm not complaining, and I'm not a victim. I've had a lot of rock bottoms, a lot of downs, but a lot of ups as well. I mean, how many 10-year-olds get to meet the president? I'll tell you that story later in the book. Through it all, I had to learn how to go from rock bottom to rock solid. I had to look back at what I've done and what I still do to get out of that place and back into life. I asked myself, what has helped me walk through the bottom faster and still be who I want to be? without letting it totally screw up my life. What did I do last time, and how did I do it? What type of mindset did I need to have? Who did I need to reach out to? Who did I need to be? I saw the patterns in all the times I've had to do that, and in how I've seen my friends and clients get through their rock-bottom moments as well. Ultimately, I came up with the Boots formula, a simple yet powerful method of redirecting your thoughts and actions. The Boots formula will teach you the skills you need to quickly dissolve limiting beliefs and get back into action. In simple language, Boots will grab your problem by the bra straps and help you get back into action in any situation. Sound like something you can use? Let's take a look at each letter. B is for being. The first letter of the Boots formula is B, which stands for being. At one point in my life, I decided this is who I'm being in all that I'm doing. When shift has hit the fan, you realize this is messy, and you just have to roll up your sleeves. Maybe you have other people to help you, but maybe you don't. Either way, you have to be the one in command. You have to decide who you're being and what you're doing. Whether you're starting over or just hoping to make it through, you have to ask yourself, how am I going to show up through this? Who are you going to be as you're walking your puppies or cleaning up the mess? Who are you going to be while you're reorganizing your life and changing your living situation? If you're being who you really are, then you won't be in that bad situation for long. This first letter in the Boots formula, B for being, shows up in how you're speaking, having fun with family and friends, or helping a client. Who you choose to be while doing all the things you're required to do as you move from rock bottom back into action makes all the difference. But why is this so important? Because the way you show up and the energy that comes from you will help attract better things in your life. I know that sounds like magic, but it's happened to me time and again, as you'll see throughout this book. The opposite is true as well. If you show up with negative energy, you will attract worse things into your life. You'll notice that when you meet people who focus only on the negative, everything that comes out of their mouth is complaints, tragedy, and chaos. Somehow, these things just happen to them, and this becomes a pattern. 
those people are training their subconscious mind to look for the negatives to show up so they don't even see the positives. But when we're able to retrain our minds to focus on the positives, we're able to enjoy more of life, even while we're rebuilding and rebooting. We're going to starve those negative thoughts, not feeding them with our attention, time, or energy. When you focus on the good parts of your life, those things that you can be grateful for in this moment, that energy will bring even more good things your way. Don't get me wrong. You still have to take the action steps to get out of the negative, and you're going to have times in your life when you're just going to have to do whatever's in front of you. It may not be the prettiest thing, but it doesn't matter. Sometimes, when you're focusing on getting out of a hole, it feels like you're buried in your own self-centric thinking. But when you get out of that mindset and put down your problem for a moment, it clears the way for a solution. One way to do this is to help someone less fortunate than you. Volunteering with your community, religious organization, school, or work, which allows you to fully show up, contribute, and utilize your unique talents. When you're using your flow, you're not thinking about the problem at hand. You're not showing up for approval. You're just being your best self. If you're showing up and being fully present, people will see your true essence and respond to that. Having that respite will open a floodgate of ideas and give you the resources to resolve any difficult situation you find yourself in. This first letter is a reminder to stay in your being and live your truth. It will help you stay grounded and centered when things are in a state of change and chaos. The truth is that there's often form, freedom, and order even in the center of a storm. The first O is for orientation. The next letter in the Boots formula stands for orientation. As you are living through your rock-bottom moment, you need to know that it's not better than it is and it's not worse than it is. It just is what it is. Assessing your current orientation is a really big action step in the Boots process. Discovering orientation is part of the overall change you may be in, and it will help you find some surprisingly simple solutions. In this case, we're referring to a place. Where do you find yourself on the map of your life? Within this stage, you'll also acknowledge where you were in the past and where you want to be. Once you know where here is, you can answer, how did I get here? And where do I want to go from here? Assessing your orientation also means considering your options and saying, I am here on the map and I want to go over there. I have a giveaway gift for all my listeners, especially for beautiful, authentic you. Request your free introduction to the Boots Formula and Boots Meditation today at www.sheilamack.com slash Boots Meditation, Sheila, S-H-E-I-L-A-M-A-C dot com slash B-O-O-T-S Meditation. All right. To grab a copy of my new best-selling book, Bootstraps and Bra Straps, 
the formula to go from rock bottom back into action in any situation. It is now available on Audible as well as on Amazon and Kindle and at www.sheilamack.com. In today's Ag News from Agnet West, the dairy industry presses for a dispute settlement case with Canada. More after this. Bloom season in California is just about finished, and your program is off to a great start. The weather and water availability this year is likely to be a challenge, so strengthen your program by including Acadian Organic. Add it to your regular fertility program to support your crops and hold them there till harvest. Acadian Organic improves plant vigor and maximizes crop potential during stress for increased yield. Ask for Acadian at your local retailer or find a rep at acadian-usa.com. Acadian, the perennial choice. NAFB is reporting that the U.S. dairy industry is frustrated with what it alleges Canada's efforts to limit U.S. dairy exports, even under hard-fought USMCA relief. So the industry is now pressing for the Biden administration to start a dispute settlement with Canada. While much attention is focused on Mexico's barriers to U.S. exports like GMO corn, the U.S. dairy industry says Canada continues to limit access to its dairy market, circumventing USMCA. New York Congressman Thomas Reed wanted to know how dairy talks with Canada are going at a recent House hearing with the U.S. trade ambassador. And uh, if the consultations are not going positively from your perspective, uh, when can we expect some type of additional actions to hold Canada to the to the terms of the USMCA agreement. U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai. I have raised this issue with my counterpart in Canada on my first call with her. I will continue to raise this, and um, we will be conducting assessments at USTR in terms of what the best next steps are. A group of 67 U.S. dairy firms and organizations wrote Thai to start a USMCA dispute settlement case if months of talk fail again this week to resolve what the industry says is Canada's reserving the bulk of quota access for its own processors. Reporting for Agnet West Radio Network, I'm Danielle Leal. Medical scientists worldwide are encouraging people to eat more fish. Most American diets are low in cold water fish that are abundant in important omega-3 oils. DHA and EPA are the vital components of fish oil that provide healthy benefits. Not only are they crucial for brain and vision development, they're very important for cardiovascular health. Carlson, America's leading Norwegian fish oil brand, specializes in both great-tasting soft gels that are easy to swallow and fish oil liquids that don't taste fishy. That's right, Carlson provides the most extensive line of fish oils to meet all your needs. You can take Carlson fish oils with confidence. For Carlson fish oils are tested for purity, potency, and freshness. Ask for Carlson Norwegian fish oils today. That's right, ask for Carlson Norwegian fish oils today. Ten fifty AM. Don't forget that number. 
And for you young people who got here by accident... If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.